You know, it seems like our warnings really do fall on deaf ears. I mean, really, I think everyone sensed the Echo was going to be a failure long before it finally got excreted onto Disney+, Plus. all five episodes plopping out at once like a cheeky fart that suddenly turned out to be so much more. <laughs> A spin-off from another Disney Plus show that nobody really cared about, handicapped by a protagonist that nobody was particularly interested in, crippled by rumours of massive reshoots and production problems, and hamstrung by what seems to be a massively truncated story with major subplots amputated from the script. It all had the makings of yet another Marvel disaster in a year filled with the things. By all accounts, Marvel themselves even realised they'd made a major mistake with this one and tried everything in their power to cancel the show altogether. And yet, just like that dried-on skid mark on your toilet bowl that you left just a little too long, there was just no getting rid of Echo. <laughs> and at last, here it is, in all its... uh... Glory. Watching this show, I began to wonder whether it might actually be some kind of crazy social experiment, a true test of human endurance to see how many core elements of storytelling you can remove from a show before your audience finally decides they've had enough and walk away. Understandable character arcs, interesting dialogue, cause and effect, setup and payoff, pacing and dramatic tension. None of these things were particularly important to the makers of this show. Instead, what we got was a weak, watered-down, Disney-fied imitation of Daredevil, with all the personality, intelligence, maturity, and most of the violence sucked right out of it, and replaced by all the usual tedious Marvel tropes that we've come to know and hate. The tough, self-reliant girl boss protagonist who can beat up men twice her size and inspires fanatical loyalty in everyone around her, despite being a completely unlikable arsehole who gets innocent people killed. The soft, pudgy, unthreatening male sidekick who's so completely neutered and ridiculous that you genuinely feel sad for the actor playing him. Implausible fight scenes and stunts that make heavy use of CGI to create absolutely baffling action sequences. The abuse of good characters from much better shows to elevate this piece of shit. Come on! Kill me! No! Anyway, before I truly rip into it, allow me to furnish you with a high-level plot summary. So the show picks up after the events of Hawkeye, where Maya Lopez, better known as Echo, has turned her back on her former master Kingpin and returned to her hometown to regroup and heal up. While she's there, she makes contact with her estranged family and learns that Kingpin's operation extends all the way to her doorstep, so naturally she does the logical thing and plants a bomb on one of his arms shipments with no idea where or how it might end up detonating or how many innocent people might get killed in the blasts. Her carefully submissive uncle points out that Kingpin's men will almost certainly track the shipment back here and come looking for revenge, but she's like, nah, it'll be fine. So then Kingpin's men track the shipment back there and come looking for revenge, and Maya's uncle and sister sister almost get killed in the process, but she's like, nah, it'll be fine. So then Kingpin himself shows up, because apparently being shot in the head at point-blank range by a trained assassin is something you can just get better from. Oh, come on! And then he's like, come and work for me again, and you can be the queen pin. <laughs> But she's like, nah, nah it'll, it'll be, be fine. fine. And it never crosses her mind that Kingpin might react badly to her rejection. So then Kingpin reacts badly to her rejection by taking her family hostage at a local powwow, but that's okay because then Maya exerts so much girl boss power that she brings her ancestors back from the dead to inhabit the bodies of her family members, who then proceed to beat up Kingpin's men, even though some of them are well into their 70s. And then Maya girl bosses even harder to get into Kingpin's memories and psychically force him to do better. And then everything goes back to normal and the show ends. <laughs>
You know, if I had to sum up the biggest problem with Echo, I'd say that it's a horrendous missed opportunity. I mean, a dark, gritty and violent show about a physically and emotionally damaged Native American assassin with a dark past returning to her hometown and struggling to reconcile with the family that was taken away from her, reconnect to her cultural heritage and atone for the awful things that she's done in her life, ultimately finding the emotional and spiritual strength to redeem herself in time to defend her family and community from dangerous outside forces is a pretty decent basis for a show like this, and in the hands of the right creative team, it could have been something pretty fucking cool. No world-ending stakes, no ridiculous CGI bullshit, no multiverses or space aliens or magic portals, just grounded, realistic action set in the real world, believable human characters and understandable conflicts. This is absolutely the direction that Marvel TV shows need to go. The problem, however, lies in the execution, and the biggest problem of all has got to be Maya herself. Basically, she's a shitty protagonist and an even shittier person, someone who happily brings death and destruction on her own family without a word of apology, who killed countless innocent people and never atoned for it, who demands help from people without explanation or gratitude, who makes insanely stupid decisions but never suffers because of it, who's short-sighted, spiteful, juvenile and unbelievably arrogant. So basically every single female character written by Marvel in the past few years then. She's a classic case of a protagonist who's actually a villain and the only people who don't seem to realise that are the writers of the fucking show. And it's not like the actress helps matters much either. When it comes to casting roles like this, you usually have to choose between fighters who can't act or actors who can't fight, but unfortunately Alakwa Cox can't seem to do either. She's slow and clumsy in the fight scenes and it's very obvious the stuntmen are having to do most of the work. And because she can't speak, she really needs to sell the performance with her body language and facial expressions. The problem is, she doesn't seem to have any. She stalks around with the same bland, hostile scowl in almost every scene, no matter the context, and in the rare moments when she's expected to show a bit more range, there's just nothing there. On the subject of the language though, it's actually pretty cool and unique that they make such heavy use of sign language, and if I'm not mistaken, I think every single scene has a sign language interpreter of some kind, so in theory at least, deaf people could watch this show without subtitles. The problem is that there's no consistent delivery method for it. Some of the actors use purely sign language to communicate, which works fine, but others talk along with it. But because they have to slow down for their hand gestures to keep up with what they're saying, their dialogue comes across as weirdly jittery and stilted, and it usually clashes horribly with the tone of the scene. Honestly, if you wanted to get really experimental and commit to the idea, you could have shot the entire thing in complete silence to give us Maya's perspective on the world, but whatever. Now, nothing makes me sadder than an agent lost his bladder in the airplane. Wait, what? Nothing makes me sadder than seeing good characters and talented actors sacrificed in order to elevate a shitty production that's absolutely beneath them, but that's exactly what happens with Kingpin in this show. In Daredevil, he was an absolute force of nature, a physical powerhouse, a ferocious intellect and a ruthless crime lord, driven by a deep sense of conviction and a single-minded determination to achieve his goals no matter what, and he was played to perfection by a brilliantly dedicated Vincent D'Onofrio. But just like everything else in this absolute turd of a show, the kingpin we get here is nothing but a pale imitation of his former self. Weak, gullible and sentimental, pining like an abused puppy for someone who clearly despises him, constantly putting himself in vulnerable positions that the old kingpin never would have done, and desperate to win Maya's approval back. Mate, she shot you in the fucking face already, do you really think she's gonna join up with you now? And I'm not kidding, he's defeated by Maya literally getting inside his head and speaking to him like a misbehaving child so that he can have a good pant wet and cry and think about what he did. 
Fuck off, show! Ultimately, Echo is a show that was probably born from good intentions, that once had the barest bones of an interesting idea, and might have delivered something truly different from the bland, forgettable, family-friendly Marvel formula, if it had been done right. Unfortunately, it wasn't, and so what we ended up with was just another bland, forgettable Marvel product that nobody is even going to remember in a few months. I mean, shit man, I don't intend to remember it after a few more hours. <laughs> Anyway, that's all I've got for today. Go, Go away, away now! now.